You are listening to a Hippily Horror Stories Patreon bonus preview. If you like what you're hearing, stick around to the end to find out how you can get more. Hey guys, welcome to episode 289 of Hillbilly Shorts. Hey guys. We're going to stick a little bit with these kind of lists. I okay. Like these ones. This one's from the Graveyard Shift, which is from Ranker. Makes sense since it's a list. Oh yeah, Ranker. This is called Sleep Tight and Don't Let the Mananangle Bite. Ooh, I don't know what that is, but I don't These want to These are legends me. from the Philippines. Oh. And this is by Stephanie Amazon. The Philippines is a Southeast Asian mm. archipelago that sits in the Western Pacific Ocean, surrounded by China, Taiwan, Malaysia, and Indonesia. Filipinos have seen their share of occupations from Spanish conquistadors and the Japanese to the U.S. military. Today, busting high-tech cities are filled with traffic and congestion, but a trip to the rural farmland areas, uh, referred to by the locals as provinces, the equivalent of the American South at the countryside, illuminates the preserved local culture. Today, the Philippines remains a spiritual country with ghosts and folklore firmly embedded in the history and passed down largely through oral tradition. For a Filipino child, it's not uncommon to hear about these various urban legends and ghostly tales from an older sibling or a wise elder, specifically while visiting relatives in the provinces. Here are a few of the ghostly legends for the Philippines. I'll probably butcher these names because I haven't brushed up on my Philippinese. Shut up. Uh, good luck, honey. Pretty sure that's not the language. It's not. Either way. Okay, what is the language then? I don't know. How but... come How come they spell the Philippines with a P-H, but Filipinos is spelled with an F? I don't know, but I'd like to know the answer. So if yeah. anybody could help us out, that would be great. This one's called a, I think it's called a Capri. These giant tree demons tower at seven to nine feet tall, are muscular and dark-skinned, and smoke cigars. <laughs> they wear the traditional Filipino loincloth and a belt to keep it hidden from the human sight. They dwell in large mango and banyan trees, playing pranks on passersby. Passersby. Either way. Confusing and disorienting travelers in the wood. Others report hearing bellowing laughter and seeing smoke and fiery eyes from the tops of the trees. That's Those scary. confused in their own home blame it on the Capri. There you go. The Kumakatak. That's right. That's what I said. <laughs> the three who knock are a Filipino variation of the three fates. This trio of hooded figures is a bad omen. They will knock three times on your front door in the middle of the night to signal the death of a family member. We've talked about that. Death knocks. Yeah, I don't like it. One Kumakatak is a young and beautiful female. The other two are elderly men. If you open the door, after they've knocked, they simply disappear out of sight. Maybe it's Tony Orlando and Don. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> Don't be going around saying that word all the time now either. Kumakatak or whatever you just Kumakatak. said. Kumakatak. Oh, talk. Did I tell you the guys from Brohio called me unexpectedly recording? You gosh. Yes. That is horrendous. They called on Facebook. I answered, and they tell me, hey, we're doing a live call-in show, and we decided to call you instead for our 100th episode. And so it was just totally unexpected. Oh, my goodness. I bet that was fun. It was fun. Well, good. That's what it's all about. Let's say I got even for some of the comments that they made (laughs) on their show about us. Dwindy. What? Dwindy. Everyone knows it's Dwindy. Dwindy. Okay. This folklore is about a mischievous elf, his Latin American and 
Iberian roots. These small sprite-like creatures have a more playful temperament than their Nunol counterpart. They live in people's houses and will present the homeowner with good or bad luck depending on how they are treated. Duendes are said to exist in the countryside, living underground in mounds or up in the trees. They emerge at noon and in the evening hours. Parents tell their children to stay indoors at these times. It's common practice It's also to also seek permission to pass and quietly mutter Tabby Tabby Pole when outdoors. Well, that's interesting. Hmm. Speaking of which, here's the Nuno. The what? The Nuno. Okay. The diminutive goblin lives on top of the anthill mounds. He's depicted as an old man with a long beard who's easily angered by anyone who disturbs him and his trespasses, like everybody else who's old. Children are encouraged to be quiet near the Nuno and to warn the Nuno as they pass, saying, Tabby, Tabby, Poe, please let me pass, sir, is what that means. Oh, good to know. Naughty children who kick and destroy anthills, or worse, <gasps> urinate on them, Ooh. can be spit upon and cursed by a Nuno and experience stomach aches, black urine, swollen feet, or any other number of ailments. Daggone. What is up with that? What would these kids be mean for? Don't they know? <laughs> There's much superstition surrounding these evil witch-vampire hybrids that prowl through the dark, hunting humans. These are called <laughs> asswangs. <laughs> it's probably aswangs, but it's more fun to say asswangs. <laughs> anyway, they're said to prowl through the dark, hunting humans. Asswangs are said to be the human form during the daytime, and they can shapeshift into animals, dogs, pigs, or cats, bats, you didn't say piags, did I you? Did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> so it depends on the province or the region store. They may, in, they may enter your home and drink human blood, steal Ew. corpses. Who the hell's just got corpses laying around for them to steal? And are especially attracted to human fetuses and pose a danger to pregnant women. Hmm. The demon will sniff out the scent of a pregnant woman, which is said to resemble a ripe jackfruit. I didn't know what a jackfruit was till like a year ago. What is it? I don't know. It's like some. It's one of these weird looking fruits that you can buy at Meyer. Yeah, those big, huge things. They're big and huge, right? Yeah, that's what she said. Once she arrives at the home, the demon sticks her long tongue down through the roof into the unsuspected mother's womb and feasts on the fetus. That is sick. If she lived in the U.S., that would soon be made illegal. That's sick. Ah, and here we go. The Mananangle is an otherworldly creature that's similar to an Aswang. They can serve her torso from the top. I'm sorry. They can sever her torso from the top half of the body. She must have the lower half of her body while she flies at night to feed. She can also seduce men and eat their internal organs, including the heart. To kill the Manangal, one must find her torso and place salt, ash, or garlic in it to prevent it from rejoining the upper half. If her body is still severed at first light, the demon will be destroyed. Other measures taken by pregnant women include leaving small containers of salt, ash, and raw rice or the scent of burning rubber to deter the demon from visiting their home. Whoa, man. Well, there you go. So let's not move to Philippines. <laughs> I don't dig that. At all. Well, there you go. That's all I can come up with. Hey, Ninja. Hey, baby. 
Well, this we talk about the lady in white. This is actually uh, this ghostly tale is popular around the world, including the Philippines. The urban legend has found its way into popular culture with several horror films made about the topic. Many provinces boast their own tales of spooky sightings. The white lady normally appears to drivers on a dark, desolate road. They see her reflection in a rearview mirror, and then she vanishes. The most popular story about the lady in white in the Philippines is the white lady of Balati Drive. The story goes that many years ago, a young woman died in a car accident while she was driving down Balati Drive, a windy banyan tree-lined road. Her killer never came forward, and she wanders the road in a state of unrest. Drivers who are alone in their car report seeing a woman hitchhiker. Those who stop and offer a ride are in for a shock. When they look back at the spectral woman, is bloodied and covered with bruises. Oh, wow. Other times, the driver turns around only to see the spectral woman disappeared before their eyes. Oh, poor lady. In white. Hmm. Well, there you go. Some Philippine stories. Mm Mm-hmm. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you. Thank you. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. Hey guys, if you like what you just heard, we do six of those small bonus episodes every single week. We also do two full-length bonus episodes every month. We do a listener stories episode and then a story that's just like the ones you would typically hear on the regular feed. If you're interested in supporting us on Patreon, just go to patreon.com and look up Hillbilly Horror Stories or go to hillbillyhorrorstories.com and there's a direct link right there. Thank you guys so much for what you do for us.